another episode of 252 with your host, Frank G, Ralphie B, and Kubata Kirk. The button that I pressed is the wrong button to press in this fucking shitty. It's good software for most. Of it. It's got the. It's like Pied Piper, worst fucking interface ever. <laughs> like the button says, "Stop broadcast," right? But since this is a scheduled hangout on air, if I stop broadcast, it ends. Like now, I got to start completely over and reschedule the whole thing because it's it's. There's no start over or restart. It's just you're done. Like fuck. Okay. Oh, oh. So don't hit stop broadcast. Just like hit all the other shit and wait. <laughs> That's on my end, though. You don't have that button, so you know. Talk about these fellas for a minute. I have them sitting here. Who remembers these guys? Huh? Was that a record? No, no. Gigantic oh, ass. Big oh, ass the comics. big ones. Yeah. Big ass comics. Yeah, a dollar fifty. By the way, it says on here. And I bring these out today because we were talking earlier about the new Spidey Treasury Edition thing they're doing with the new Spider-Man. Is somebody murdering a mouse? You hear that? Huh? Oh, you hear that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's my dog. I remember those giant size. What what was the circle on that? Is it 78? Uh, well, I was definitely buying them in 78. I'd say probably the last one I bought was around 82-ish, maybe. Okay. Uh, I used to have a ton of them, but I, they they went away. But, uh, I got a bunch of them back, but they were no longer 50 cents a piece. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you what happened to my giant size because I had the uh, Superman versus uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, you know, I didn't. No, I didn't have you that one. one. No, I didn't have that one. But my son, that's his uh, screensaver on his phone. Ah, nice. Ah, that's good stuff. You have to look at the cover of that, and those, those things were like art by themselves because the the huge yeah. format they could put. You know, if you look at the cover, there's 150 celebrities on the front of it, like Sergeant Pepper yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, wow, you can find Stan Lee on there and stuff. And uh, some, like, yeah, Jim, Jim Shooter is on there. Around the ring. Yeah. All the, the 70s greats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right so, on. But, but those things, there, the new one that's coming out, it looks great, except for the, you know, the small problem that it's probably on super shiny modern paper, and it costs $16. Like, $16 for, uh, oh, like, I really want that, but I don't really want it that badly. <laughs> What's the markup on that from uh, $78 to today? From 50 cents to 60 Well, bucks? The, the original cover price back then was a buck fifty. Uh, so a buck fifty to, to basically fifteen ninety nine. even if you say it's 10 times as much. You know, yeah. I think inflation is not uh, not quite caught up that far. It probably should be something like seven ninety nine today. Because gas was probably about that price as well. Gas is not sixteen ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine a gallon. Gas in like seventy eight was probably about seventy eight cents or something like that. Except if around that time when gas was, gas you know, the gas shortage shit, when we had to wait in line. Why are we waiting in line? Ah, oh, fuck. It was no fun being a kid in like seventy six. Well, it was, just not at the gas station. <laughs> I don't remember it. Well, we didn't have a car, so we didn't have that problem. Solves that issue right there. Yeah. Well, we were. Um, you guys were in New York. We were in New York, so they had yeah, mass transit. Car. So. That uh, you, you don't need it when you're there, Sean. Yeah. My mom didn't even have a driver's license until she came out to California. She don't even have a license, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Deep cut. Deep cut. <laughs> Give me the keys. I'll drive. Give me the keys. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the Where Are They Now Weird Science Edition. In the family jewels. <laughs> I saw uh, Anthony Michael Hall doing a AT&T commercial. Mm-hmm. Is, he, uh, is he back in like super large mode? Because the last time I saw a picture of him, I'm like, who the hell is that? Oh, wow. He was, he, was, he, was, he, was a little, he was a little thick in the face. At first, I thought they were making a joke about Anthony Michael Hall until I realized right. he was the guy that she was talking to about, yeah. oh, I wonder where he is. And he's like, mm, I don't know. Where is he? <laughs> like, it's easy to hide when you look nothing like yourself. Yeah. Uh, right. Kelly, I know Kelly LeBron got... I know. Damn I it. want to say she was on uh, what was that? The the Biggest Loser. Oh, she was on that show. One of those. Oh, okay. he, it, it, it was not Fat Boot Camp or I can't. Or I could rather watch Fat Booty Camp, which is probably fat the booty camp. Camp. <laughs> <laughs> Fat Booty Camp. But what about um, Wyatt? Whatever happened to him? He uh, uh, he did much. like one other thing ever, and he's a producer director kind of guy now. Uh, uh, right on. And what about uh, not Robert Downey Jr., but the guy, the other guy, the other guy? He was murdered by Freddy, Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street. Too. Yeah, that's right. That for him, <laughs> I, saw I, I remember. I remember always thinking he was Hank Azaria, but mm. he wasn't. <laughs> no. But I always thought he was Hank Azaria. Like, oh, that was the guy from Weird Science. And then I looked at it again. I'm like, oh shit, that's not yeah, him. It's not, not even close. Yeah. I wonder what happened to the, the two chicks. I guess they would have shown up in some random teen movies that we didn't see because I never saw either one of them again either. I would have definitely looked for their boobs somewhere. The blonde and the brunette is all I remember. You remember when it used to be a sure thing that no matter who the girl was that you thought was cute in a movie, within five to ten years you were going to see her boobs somewhere? Yes. It's a lost art. It was, uh, there was that, that run in the 80s where you had to show your titties. It was just yeah. one of those things. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it was just for a ridiculous hey. scene. All of a sudden, ah! Hey, Rick Rubin said it, man. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? He said, show me your tits. Oh. <laughs> he said, but I'm already... He said, no, show me your tits. <laughs> yes, the, one of the probably the... I mean, we love it, but seriously, yeah. probably one of the worst films ever made, and that includes, yeah. like, student films and trauma movies. Yeah. yeah, that is not a film. That is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> barely, but just barely. Barely a movie. Um, I like uh, that they don't want anybody to ever see it again, though. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Kind of like uh, the day the clown died with a uh, what's his name with a uh, Jerry Lewis. He yeah, did you did you see that clip? The stuff they put out the other day. I didn't watch it. No, what was that? Uh, they somebody leaked. You know, there was a documentary that had clips of it and stuff, and then they reenacted other scenes to fill in enough that you could basically watch the movie. And uh, you know, oh boy, is it shitty! <laughs> for those of you not familiar with the day the clown died, I I mean I kind of know the mythology around it. Jerry Lewis thought it'd be a good idea to make, star in, and produce a movie about the Holocaust. Oh, but a comedy. Oh, well, that it's not really a comedy. I, people, you assume I know. It's because it's, <laughs> it's no, but I mean, there's no, there's no comedy beat to it. He wasn't. He was trying to, you know, like, like when Jim Carrey decides to play a serious role, he was doing that shit. Yeah. He, he was, but like nobody was gonna believe Jerry Lewis in a serious role after years of the Nutty Professor and all that bullshit. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but. Uh, there was a lot of stigma around it because, well, it was a touchy subject being the yeah. Holocaust, and they, they buried it for years. It was buried. 
Well, yeah. It, it was said that he had the only copy that he wouldn't let. Is that almost like the Star Wars Christmas edition? <laughs> but uh, under lock and key, though, uh, okay. otherwise. Okay. Right. And then the other thing, they, they never actually had the rights to make the adaptation they made. So the original person who wrote the story or whatever, they don't want it to be seen either. So if, if they don't say, okay, they're never allowed to legally release it. You know, that's why it leaks here and there. You know, I'm sure once he dies, the entire thing will leak. And you can go, oh, yeah, that yeah. sucked. One worth waiting for or watching. Good deal. Yeah. He was right. In other words, you guys like, like that's, what we were, that's what we were trying to tell you the whole time. That's <laughs> exactly it. He's like, look, it sucks. You don't want to fucking see this movie. Trust me, it's not good. You know, like I put on like, the monster yeah. from hell. I'm like, this isn't really good. You don't really want to watch it. But if you do watch it, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, even worse than that is uh, monster from hell, the next generation, which I don't even think you've seen. Yeah, it's time for our DMX interview. <laughs> yeah, that's so never let you brothers have them dogs. <laughs> That's uh, I, I have a, a friend in Cleveland who's like doing the Cleveland dance because they beat the the Warriors or whatever. How's how's the uh, mood around there with people? Oh, oh doom and gloom, brother. There are people who still can't believe that it happened. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not often. I know you're not a big sports guy, but it's not often that in a best of series, uh, best of seven series, that a team has a three game uh, lead, a three to one lead, and end up losing it. three in a row. Yeah. It's never happened. Yeah. I mean, not in the finals. I mean, it happened in semifinals yeah. and shit like that. Happened in the playoffs because it just happened to the Warriors in yeah. the playoffs. The, the Oklahoma Thunder had a 3-1 lead on the Warriors. Yeah. The Warriors came back to win to go to the finals. Yeah. So He's pissed off, happen. too. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I tell you what, more than anything, the Warriors fans are quiet in my. Uh, oh, well, see, that's good. And, right. you know, if that shit happens in Detroit, people are burning shit and fucking throwing cars upside down. And it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely one of those things where it's just like, hey, man, I mean, they had a great year, but it's almost like yeah. another sports analogy uh, or another sports reference. It's kind of like when the uh, Patriots. Patriots went 16-0 and in the regular season. They go through the playoffs, get to the Super Bowl, and lose to the Giants. It doesn't matter that they had a perfect regular season because they didn't win the whole perfect thing. Perfect regular and playoff season, didn't win the whole thing. Yeah. Y'all yeah. some <laughs> to, me, yeah. to me, it's still an accomplishment. I mean, to go 73 and uh, nine, that's still a hell of an accomplishment. But, I mean, you ask the guys with the rings, like, yeah, and they're like, it don't mean a thing if you I, ain't got that ring. I would have to say, only because they lost to Cleveland, and it's because Cleveland has been searching for a championship yeah. for so long. They were in a, what, a 42-year drought, something like that? 50-something. 50-something-year drought. So, you know, they, hey, good job for the city of Cleveland, for yeah. all those people that burned LeBron James jersey yeah. that he left. They got you guys are all, you know, now <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I didn't burn that jersey. <laughs> yeah. You were all yeah, when did he come out. back? I remember people being mad that he left. I never caught the part where he returned. Well, he won two championships with the Miami Heat and said, all right, well, I can come back to Cleveland now because I got my ring. So oh. I'm good. Now I'm going to get a ring for the city. And his first year back, he took them all the way to the finals. They lost in the finals Last to year. the Golden State Warriors. Yep. And then this year was the rematch. And they yeah. won. So, so for next year, they have to have 
too. The the fucking tiebreaker, right? Uh, nobody. It's like nobody wants. Hogan to see versus that. Andre three. Man, <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to see that. Even though back in the day we did want to see the, the Lakers, Lakers and the versus Celtics or Lakers over. versus Pistons. Well, that's that's what I was telling my friend who's into basketball. I said, man, the last time I actively was into basketball, it was all about Lakers, Celtics, Pistons, and Bulls, and that was pretty much it. Once in a while, Atlanta or somebody would do something cool. Yeah, Houston. <laughs> Where'd you guys come from? Yeah, I said the worst teams were like the the Warriors, the Clippers, the fucking yeah. Kings, yeah. and I don't know somebody else. Yeah. That never won. picked them on the basketball games. Never, <laughs> if they were even if they even existed. Remember double dribble? There, there were like four teams on that, right? <laughs> And then on the video, yeah, game, right. And they were they were fake, but they were sort of real. It was like <laughs> Chicago and Boston and uh, what New York, and I don't remember who the fourth one was. Probably was it? LA. LA. What was LA. The, there you go. What was the name of the, the the basketball game that actually had the NBA players' heads on it? NBA Jam. NBA Jams. He's on fire. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't pick Michael Jordan. You could pick Scottie Pippen and Scott Styles. <laughs> Scott Styles. You couldn't pick oh, Jordan. Yeah. Right. Like, all right, whatever. I'm picking. You had, to, you had to unlock him. He actually, he probably wasn't licensed in that first one. He probably uh, he was one of the later ones. Licensed. Yeah, it wasn't until recently, like 2010 or 11 or something that like that, where go. they finally allowed Jordan's image to be. Uh, he was probably locked into the the one he had when he did Jordan versus Bird one on one. Was it yep, a shitty game that probably locked him down for 15 years? I believe if you uh, talk to some of the gamers, that's exactly what that was. That's exactly yeah, what that was. The best thing about NBA Jam is that one night I played NBA Jam with George Clinton, and he was playing George Clinton at, in NBA Jam because it was an unlockable George. <laughs> that's dope. There's that, that, a fucking me on a screen. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, George. Uh, Another dusty one for you, Dusties. That's <laughs> like playing Super Mario with Super Mario. It's not something you get to do every day. Are you talking Bob Haskin, or are you talking? Well, yeah, either way. I mean, like the real, like Super Mario jumps from the video game and sits down. See, maybe if I, had, you know, partaken in what George was offering, I might have seen Super Mario show up on the couch. I don't know. Probably not a good thing. I remember I, I always had to be Luigi when I would play Super Mario Brothers at friends' houses. I, I second player, man, always second player. Yeah, I got good with Luigi though. Fuck it, he's got his green on. That's me. I'm Luigi. The other brother. <laughs> yeah, it really didn't. Uh, back then, in the first, you know, Luigi was the same shit, just green. You know, they got to, like, Mario 2, and all of a sudden, Luigi had a different weird jump and shit like that. Oh, okay. You know, he's not as useless anymore or whatever. But, uh, you know, now, like, suddenly the princess was the best one to use because she could float. <laughs> what, what was that in? What, what game was that? Super Mario 2. Super Mario 2. Uh, Super that. Mario 2 that everybody disliked. Yeah. They didn't have a score. I'd yeah. <laughs> still I don't that. like any game that doesn't have a score. I was like, why? Because I need to know who's the best. <laughs> yeah, it didn't have a score. You had to climb vertically instead of going horizontally. Everybody yeah, looked weird. You know, like the whole yeah. thing was, what the fuck is this? You know, well, it was yeah. really a different game that they swapped Mario guys into for America. Because the real Super Mario 2 was too hard. Oh, yeah, they had so, to dumb it down for the American consumer. Yeah, well, yeah, our, our, this consumer didn't get that game. But I did get Mario 3. Love that game to this day. Yeah, Mario 3 was, was the I think, the best one. 
I, I could never get very far in Super Mario World, and then I watched uh, Mike's mom sit there and beat the entire game one day. I'm like, fuck this. I'm not playing this shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. You know, I'm going to throw my controller down, and I'm not doing this because this old-ass lady just beat the game, and I'm on like 3-2, you know? <laughs> so you've got the 8-8 eight, eight and save the princess, the real princess? <laughs> Yeah, and then you have to do something else and and, and do some more shit. I'm like, oh man, yeah, but she sit there for you know, that's all she would do after sit there and play those games. I'm like, well, that's why because I have to go to school and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. I'm sorry, lady. I got a life. And she's like, yeah, and I gotta smoke these cigarettes. What's your point? <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Oh man, my favorite part too was uh, when I got to that last level. I used the Pythagorean theorem to um, beat it. That's right. Uh, I mean, I just said the Pythagorean theorem yeah. to uh, beat it, and that's how I timed my jumps. Oh, okay. There you go. That works. I thought you meant that's how you figured out which of the uh, <laughs> levels to jump through. Like, okay, it must be this one. <laughs> nope, not that exciting. Yeah, I never went that far in math. You know, the, the end level there where you have to, you know, if you keep running on the bottom level of the castle or whatever, it is, it don't go in the right order. You just keep looping over and over and over and over. And yeah, you have to you figure out it's like top, in. middle, bottom, or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Getting stuck in that loop. Ugh. Hours of my life. I, I can't stop playing until I get to the end. <laughs> of what? You, my life? Leaving it on all, you know. I'm going to leave this Nintendo on for like three hours while you make me do shit because i got to beat this level. There's no save button. Done that. Yeah. yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> Yeah, I remember doing that, and then my mom going into my room to clean my room, mm-hmm. and then turning my shit off. Yeah, and then I come back and I'd be like, oh, "All that work, all that, work. All that Zelda work, <laughs> all my life." <laughs> well, at least Zelda would sort of save, but you still didn't want to turn it off if you were like in a dungeon because it would reset the whole fucking dungeon. Like, yeah. That's not save, you bastards. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm saying that's the opposite of save. Either save my spot or have a save spot. Well, yeah, they, there was no. Uh, no memory for such things in 1986 or whatever, so, oh well. Yeah. Because I'm looking at 1987 right. anyway, so. I just yeah, talked about cool. Hogan versus Andre, which is in 1987. That happened? That was WrestleMania 3? Yeah, that was it. Oh, the I most, you know, the highest uh, attendance of anything ever until recently, I guess. Wow. Uh, they they kind of faked it. They, I mean, they gave away a shitload of tickets, and then they also... Uh, and they also kind of fudged the numbers a bit, I think, too. But, uh, but the, I think that actually uh, them in the right about the same time the Pope played the Silver Dome. I don't, I'm not sure why the Pope played the Silver Dome, but they it packed a lot of people in, and they had ninety something thousand people there too. Like that. so, you know, Detroit loves Hulk Hogan and the Pope just about equally in in 1987. I, I find it hard to believe that uh, wrestling did something that wasn't on the up and up. <laughs> yeah, you right. mean McMahon did something shady? Oh my you mean, god! Yeah. You mean not like the uh, the Montreal screw job? Or, you know? <laughs> old Vinny Mac up yeah. to his old tricks again? Well, they have since come forth and said that yeah, they knew that was going to happen, and that was the the screw job was a fake too. Which uh, wow. and then, like half of them say yeah, that's that was fake, and half of them say no, it wasn't. And that Fred, Fred Hart says, I don't remember. <laughs> I can tell you what, I, I saw that documentary, uh, documentary uh, Dances, Dances in Shadows, or something like that. Okay, I think, I think I know that one. 
the Bret Hart story. And yeah. so I just remember when Bret Hart's wife was yelling at the guys in the hallway because mm-hmm. Bret was in, because this is supposedly when Bret uh, punched McMahon in the face and gave him a black eye. Because they were in the office talking, and she was out there. She was like, "Hunter, did you know?" And Hunter's looking like a little kid, like, "I, know. I didn't know nothing." She was like, "You knew, you motherfucker!" <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, she was giving everybody the business. Like, yeah. Sean, did you know? Did you guys know? And they're like, "I ain't know nothing." Yeah, I, I, I yeah. remember how mad she was. She was Canadian too, and you know that that was real. She was mad. Yeah, I mean, if that was fake, she sold me because I was like, yeah. I didn't that's, get that's the thing. Apparently, like, it depends on who you ask, and some of them still like to protect that shit. But apparently, the whole thing was one of the greatest works of all time. Like, yeah, that was all. You know, it was like levels and levels of bullshit on top of bullshit, so that every time you thought you were seeing the real thing, then more bullshit was on top. And they do that a lot now today. They play a lot with the you know, with TMZ and Twitter and shit where, like, you know, just this weekend, Paige got busted doing this and this, and they put her in the police car. And then, you know, the, the truth comes out somewhere else that it was really is this non-related thing. But, you know, they filmed it for TV and make this big angle out of it. It's like, shit. You know, well, they, 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 what is that thing? Uh, I believe you would know more where they said when, I, when, uh, when, uh, when a shoot becomes a work and then the work becomes a shoot, or I, do I have that backwards? It's like they stage something and then it becomes real and then they have the real situation and then they put that real station back into the show. Yeah. Um, the one, uh, the one, uh, Edge, Edge fucking Lita and taking her. Edge, from fuck, yes, <laughs> yes, wow. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was gonna. I was gonna say that was a real live. Matt Hardy and Lita were actually together. And it was just like what happens when a lot of people get busted. Mm-hmm. Somebody's in the shower. Your phone goes off. You're like, oh, you got a call, honey. She doesn't respond. You go look, and it's like from Edge, you know. And it's like, oh, and he's reading it, and he's like, what the fuck is this? Confronts her. It goes into a situation. They showed all this on the show? No, this was what happened in real life. So then there was beef. So yeah. then on the show, they made it. They made it fit the storyline. Yeah, yeah it fit the storyline. Which which ended with Edge simulating sex with her in the ring <laughs> on air. And, and, then, and then Matt Hardy ends up getting fired. Oh, like So his, he got cheated. Like His girl cheated on him oh, with yeah. Edge. Yeah. Edge actually was, I want to say he was married to somebody else. Because Matt was like, hey, Matt told A that Adam is sleeping with my chick. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Damn, so many thing. layers. And then I don't remember up. that. Same thing with uh, Triple H and oh, Stephanie. Stephanie McMahon. They were, because Triple H was with China. Yeah. And then he had this relationship where he took her from, I want to say it was Tess. Is that, is that who it was? was Stephanie McMahon. No, Stephanie oh, McMahon was they, about to marry they, Tess. Yeah. So Tess was, they were about In to In the drive-thru? In the drive-thru. Oh, that was good. And I remember it was like, how was it? 40 plus, God <laughs> $40. That's when I was really watching wrestling. Yeah, God damn it, that was good. Yeah, but then, hilarious. then they ended up really having a thing yeah, for each thing, other, yeah. and all this stuff. You can watch it on all those different. Um, there's so many docs about it and clips. That I know I'm probably well, butchering. Yeah, uh, you can. You, we'll we'll put in the the non-paid plug for the WWE Network, which you can get for like ten bucks a month. It has tons of like any of this shit you can uh, you can think of from like the late sixties to now. It's fucking all there at this point. Yeah, I read something on. Uh, I I get a lot of my news from the Yahoo front page, and maybe I should stop. 
but there's something about Kurt Angle's brother. Is that real? I don't know. I, 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 I kind of say, did he kill somebody or something? I don't yeah, remember what I he killed saw. his wife. They're saying that he killed his wife, allegedly. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't really, I, I just saw the news kind of pop up on a side thing while I was doing something else, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, I, I not cool, bit, whatever it is. Yeah, I didn't know if it was real or what. I'm like, man, because there's so many sponsors. They, they don't fuck around with, with fake versions of that shit anymore after yeah, Benoit. They don't play yeah. with murder stuff. Right. The one thing about the Benoit is because you remember when, when Owen passed and he had that tragic accident. Yeah. They broke, they actually broke the, um, the show and they had that uh, kind of memorial where they everyone would say what they felt and people were breaking up on camera. And um, when this thing happened with Benoit, they kind of did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then they had to reel it back because then when they found out what happened, yeah. it was like, oh, we're doing a memorial like for this guy. Uh-huh. He just killed his wife and kid. Yeah. So let's ease back on yeah. the Canadian crippler. They, uh, they don't mention him. Now he's like removed from uh, all everything's except on the network when they show something old you know where he's in it and they can't edit it out there's a disclaimer that comes up that says like you know these are fictitious characters don't equate what they did in real life with the shit you're going to see in this match you know it's like wow wow so uh, yeah they they're they're not real well, pleased with that situation to this day if I, if memory serves didn't Lex Luger kill Miss Elizabeth well, uh, it's theoretically and most likely, but not uh, legally speaking. <laughs> well, <laughs> just like uh, just like Superfly Snooker, just apparently there's, there's a huge. Yeah. Well, he killed somebody. That was he killed somebody like 30 years ago, and then they just figured it out. Yeah, no, 30 years ago they figured it out too. They just got him off because McMahon, you know, apparently gave somebody a briefcase full of money. Allegedly. <laughs> right. I said this in air quotes. You know, he gave somebody. You know, was, hey, well, the briefcase happens to be sitting here. If the guy fucking strips over it, I don't know what happened. Huh? I'm saying, oh, no. But yes. that, you know, this stuff was a lot more shady back then when he wasn't like, you know, a publicly traded company or whatever. Now they have their shit a little bit cleaned up. So, you know, at least they don't seem like they're uh, completely underground. Right. Oof. Just barely. <laughs> well, going back to 1987 at the the Silverdome. I mean, I remember watching that that um, that uh, I, I want to say, where was I at? Where was I at? Because I did see it. I saw it live. You saw it live. So, and I don't think I don't... it must have been a pay per view, right? An early early pay per view. Was it a closed circuit thing? Did we have to it, go somewhere? It was actually one of the first pay per views. After the closed circuit, he was trying to make pay per view a thing with WrestleMania three. Okay, because I was back east, we got it, and I want to say we were like in my grandmother's house mm. or something. I, I remember watching it, and um, sure, who was the big wrestling fan back there? Was everybody? Everybody was. Wrestling? Everybody was a wrestling fan back then because that was still when it was, you know, real. You know. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 87 was a pretty peak period, like Saturday night's main event every three weeks yeah. instead of Saturday Night Live and shit like that. It was pretty right. mainstream, like thanks to Hogan and Mr. T. Yeah. They, they had their 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 they had their moment in the sun right there. And uh, and Cindy Lauper actually was she played a big part in that, you know, bringing them to MTV and shit like that. With uh, and then Piper got to be Piper in front of people and people watched. Yeah, Captain Lou. Who did who did um, 
Hogan eventually, and I mean eventually, lose the belt to him, <laughs> and he finally lost it. Fuck, I don't know. Ultimate, uh, Ultimate you Warrior. A straight loss, a like straight loss where on his back, the one, two, belt. three, yes. no run in, yeah. no work. It's never happened. No, it's happened at some point. Who, who beat Hogan in the eighties? Tell me. Oh, in the eighties, see, I don't know. I say like I know he lost it numerous times in the nineties. I think like probably Yokozuna beat him at Wait, some point. That's what I was thinking, but I, I can't. Let's see. Here we go. Complete Hulk Hogan title history. Somebody on the internet knows all this shit, you know. <laughs> Damn, he's had a lot of these fucking things. <laughs> fictional titles won by the fictional character Hulk Hogan. Wow. Let's see. Uh, as I said, well, hey, 2588 lost to Andre the Giant. There we go. But did he that, lose the belt? That was, was a non title match? <laughs> no, lost the belt. Second, okay. second reign then picked up April 2, 89 through April 90, which he beat Macho Man and then lost it to Ultimate Warrior, which was my guess of who was first. And okay. then uh, that, that I won it back from Sergeant Slaughter, lost it to The Undertaker. Ooh, that belt was a slut. <laughs> and for a while there, won it back from Yokozuna, lost it back to Yokozuna. <laughs> wow. Won it from Flair, lost it to Hogan. Or uh, Andre, he, he didn't lose it to himself. Although at this point he could probably work that match. Hey, I was at that match. That was when fucking uh, the giant, the Big Show was brand new. It was like his first match, and they had a, they literally had a monster truck battle for the title. It's like Hogan in this big Hulkster mobile on top of what was supposed to be the rooftop of the Kobo Arena next door, which was, you know, it was. But who knows when they filmed it because it wasn't really live, of course. Because you know, right. at the end of it, the big show goes off the fucking parking garage into the Detroit River and shit. And then, you know, ten minutes later, he's in the ring, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, all right. Dry. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, back to 87. Man. Well, we're getting close to 87. Yeah, not, not exactly there, but close. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, that was like 92. 94. Yeah, something like that, 92 or 3. Something like that. <laughs> I like, I lost, I like I the first two. line. You're so cool. You're so cool. What was that? I like the first line of this uh, page about too short. Too short. Just drop caddy. top caddy. Oh, that, that's yeah. what was that was happening in 1987. Yeah. What was, what song was it? Uh, I ain't tripping, right? I ain't tripping. Yeah. No, it can't be I ain't tripping because he wouldn't have said suck by a bitch named Helen in that one. <laughs> it was, a cuss, it was cuss words. Cuss words. Um. They all blend together. The thing I liked about uh, yeah. Too Short is that every album he had after 87 was his last album. All right, I'm about to retire, y'all. This is my last album. <laughs> and he dropped like nine more albums. <laughs> his first uh, like official, he's like, for real, this is it for real. And it said like the, the final one on the cover and shit was album 10, whatever it was called, <laughs> Getting It or something like that. And then he was gone for about three years, maybe, while he was probably just busy goofing off. And then suddenly it was can't stay away. Can't stay away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. And a, then he's put out like 15 albums since then. So it's like, damn, you have more albums in the new era than you ever had in the old one, and I haven't heard most of them. Never changes flow. Do you remember? Every how time I hear a verse, it's good. When uh, Too Short moved to Vacaville. Oh yeah, I remember that. I mean, so many people like they. Uh, there was the big myth. Oh yeah, I know exactly where he lives. Uh, we've been to his house, and it's like, all right, where is it? Oh, he don't like people coming by. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. Oh, no, that was E-40. E-40 lived in Fairfield. 
but I do remember the whole too short back middle thing. Yeah. Hey, he may well have lived there, but more likely there was some dude that sort of resembled too short that was talking high school girls into fucking him because they thought he was too short. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did have a guy in town who sort of looked like Tupac, and uh, like he really looked like Tupac. <laughs> And he used that to his advantage. Oh, yeah. It's like uh, the time I was in Minneapolis, and almost every single guy on the street looked like some version of Prince. There was like Prince 84, there was Prince 92. It was like, oh, there's Prince everywhere. That's great. Yeah, that's very, very unique. I don't know what they do now. They probably still do that because, uh, you know, why not? It's Minneapolis. What the fuck else are you going to do? Right. Oh, man. Speaking of that, what about the allegations? I, I don't know if they're allegations. All the stuff that they found in Michael Jackson's crib. You know, that uh, that story, like, it hasn't been sort of, you know, I've seen it a few places and it seems like yeah. official sources, but they haven't said where they got this information from. Right. I just saw a thing on today and I guess uh, his daughter Paris released a bunch of pictures or something like that. And okay, it was like that. A, a haggardly Michael Jackson or whatever. He was looking terrible. Yeah. Oh, was, that like, sucks. Days or something. The thing, like, if, if he was doing the shit that it says in that thing, then fuck him. He was a piece of crap. But you know, the, the article I was reading, it's like, well, it's who, who's describing this? Because, like, for one thing, they're like, well, it's got uh, pictures of young people, whatever, and gore. I'm like, well, did he have Fangoria and a Sears catalog? Or what the fuck? Are oh, we, yeah. you know, what right. level are we talking here? Right. You know, so I, I, I like yeah. If if they're talking serious shit, then yeah, fuck, that's not cool at all. And I was wrong yeah. about thinking that he wasn't the dick, but uh, yeah, I'm still yeah. I still have to find out that last. Yeah, piece the jury's of the, the jury's out. The jury's out. I mean, if he like I said, if he had eight by ten glossies of shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he was doing the fucking Mister Carlson in the bike shop shit, then then fuck him. But you know. Still I'll give him that last that last benefit. <laughs> Still traumatizing to this day. Dudley, don't drink the wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Dudley, have you uh that guy, he kind of went off the wall for a while there. I don't know what he's doing now, but uh like wow, he he got kind of crazy. That's that's understandable. That happens to a lot of the sidekicks of the main guy that really gets famous. That happens a lot. Man. That's true, and he they kept inviting him to Friday the Thirteenth conventions because he was yeah. in was it Part, part five, four. Four or five, five, one of those movies, and yeah. uh, and he's like, no, no, that's that's the devil's stuff. I'm like, well, you know, it wasn't in nineteen eighty five, man. Come on. Uh, I feel like like like. With some of those actors, they, they want to get away from the typecasting and stuff like that. I feel like, I don't know, if I was an actor, whatever, typecasting, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, as long as I get roles, we're cool, yeah. Fuck, just pay me, man. <laughs> yeah. That's like some of those, you know, the thing that's not as common now as it used to have, especially in the 50s, 60s, and even 70s, the, the character actors. You know, that guy that would show up on every police drama show there ever was as another bad guy and shit like that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, there there are people like, um, say, Adam West, who, um, I mean, before he was Batman, he actually had a he small was, career. Yeah, but, but he then was, he embraced it after a while because you know what else? I could think he do? more like. Um, well, Bob. he tried to do the Happy Hooker, and that was just traumatizing to most of us. <laughs> True. I think like, don't Bob show the bad penis, please. Bob Denver. Yeah. Uh, you mean as like the squeaky clean 
Well, because you know he was like kind of typecast in Toby Gillis, and he oh, kind of played that, that Bob Denver. Okay. Well, Bob Denver. I was thinking about, about um, a different Bob Denver. <laughs> 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 you. Oh, you're talking about Bob Denver over on Thirty Fourth Street? Yeah, that Bob. Denver. Oh, okay, yeah, no, but this Bob Denver that I'm talking about. Uh, he was uh, typecast, of course, as a mayor on uh, Adobe Gillis. He played that beatneck person. Yeah. And then when he got Gilligan's Island, he was, yeah. the, you know, he played that Gilligan guy forever. And he never, he just always, he's just like, look, this is yeah. who I am. Until Yeah, he would show up on things randomly in the 80s and 90s. And he was just fucking Gilligan. He was dressed in yeah. a hat and a shirt and everything. He put the hat and the shirt on, man, whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, look. 67 years old, man. I'll put the fishing, I'll put the hat on, I'll put the shirt on. Okay, hey. like, fuck, I'm just happy people still know who I am. Shit, I'll put on whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Alan Hale, he was over with. He was done. Uh, he was also. dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do uh, it. Good That'll point. Fucking end your career quick. Julie Newmar, she was the one who wanted to stay away. She didn't want to be associated with it anymore. She didn't want to do any of the reunion shows and everything. Wait, she, Julie Newmar was capital. She was also Ginger, right? No, that was Tina no. Louise. Tina Louise. Tina Louise, yeah. That's right. <laughs> but Julie. Like, <laughs> I don't know. See how names get a little. <laughs> yeah, See, now, but that leads to us being able to discuss a Tina Louise, Julie Newmar hookup, man. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Did wow. they look exactly the same? Or that just it would actually be better with Marianne and uh, Catwoman. That would be a better combination as far as you know, mental porn is concerned. <laughs> But Tina Louise didn't want to do any of the reunion, nothing, right? Uh, no. I think that is true, but she was willing to, like, you know, go on fucking Love Boat and shit like that, which was pretty much like, you know, Gilligan's Island, the prequel, because, you know, what the fuck, you're on a three-hour tour, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going to happen here. Yes. Uh, you could have had that Love Boat versus Titanic mashup, it would have been all, and they end up on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I always wanted the professor to make, like, a real comeback. I always felt comfortable that i mean even though they never did get off that island or they did they, get off the well, island. i mean eventually they did they but made a raft show. they made a raft and they were all on the raft <clears> and <throat> the raft got them and they had a big ticker tape parade when they got to new york it was this whole thing well yeah they finally got off the island is what I meant. and they all wanted to go back but during all those shows when you want them to get off and make it and stuff uh, oh, i mean yeah. i always felt comfortable that the professor was going to do it this time Oh, and the whole thing might have been a setup by the professor. He actually had the whole thing planned. He actually had a tunnel that went underneath his hut that went to this huge underground palace. You know, he was just living in there, and you know, he had you know, tunnels to get to the mainland for all kinds of anything you wanted. He was hooked up, but you know, babes. Exactly. I always liked the theory that there was a resort on the other side of the island. They just never went over there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or they, like the the water was actually two feet deep, and they could have walked across to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys, <laughs> we could have been there. Take an adventure. You stayed on the beach the whole time. Mm. Well, I mean, if I was Gilligan, I would have worked my way through Ginger, Marianne, Miss Lovey. Lovey. Yeah, yeah, she would have got it. Lovey would have got it. Yeah, Mr. why not? <laughs> All on her face, <laughs> chest. Oh, I say, what are you doing back there, Gilligan? No. Shut up, Mr. Magoo, and take this in the ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was Mr. Magoo. I think we've we've lost the train again, but it's working now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
No, no, that's, that's you know, we, we can now run an entire episode where we do the, uh, the the hardcore version of Gilligan's Island and the voiceover. We need somebody to animate this for us. If you know any animators, and we're not good at that. So come on. It would take me forever to animate the show. I'm sad. And I would give up. Oh, yeah. Uh, I have so many unfinished animation projects. Yeah. It's, it's a little easier with computers, but it's not really that much easier. You still have to do the process. You know, it's not like you can. Well, here's my thing. Now animate it. You still have to do all the work. Yeah. Shit that's takes forever. Was, Thirty frames per second, second, man. Yeah, that's that's too many frames, man. Let me get two frames. <laughs> How much for two? <laughs> two frames. <laughs> Let me get two frames. <laughs> you got change for a hundred. <laughs> Well, fuck the cup. Pour it in my hand for a nickel. <laughs> uh, All-time great. Man, did you guys watch that uh, that length that Ice T on Periscope the other day? He discovered this button on his phone. He's like, "Yo, I don't know what this shit is good for, or whatever, but check this out." You know, uh, it was basically a body count rehearsal where they played Slayer songs, which. Uh, yeah. That uh, it's now people have picked it up and it seems to be going viral. He's got like a hundred thousand hits on that. All of a sudden, there was like, sixty-five people watching live or something like that. Um, nice. Was it body count rehearsing live or was this? Yeah. Body count. Body count still together. <laughs> body counts back together. Well, body, body count has reformed with new members because some of the guys are dead. Well, yeah. I think most of the guys are dead, actually. Damn it! Really. RDC? Yeah. yeah the, the, the original batch had issues. Damn it. Wow. Let's Body count. But yeah, the new stuff, uh, like, what was it maybe last year, he put out, there was the video going around where he did a cover of uh, Suicidal Tendencies Institution. Yeah. It's like, all I want to do is play Xbox, you know, all this kind of shit. And it was yeah. good. So people were like, oh, good. this is, you know, he got a new, uh, signed a new record deal for like three or four Body Count albums, I guess. Awesome. See, that's why you know I like it. And it's funny because we uh, were just having a conversation of rappers turned actors and how many of those rappers turned actors are still doing music. Mm. Ice oh, T now Ice-T. is officially back on the list. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of uh, he he's kind of I think he's sort of over the concept of doing a new rap album at this point, but I think he'll probably you know do body count albums for another ten years. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're harder to they're harder to tour, but they're easier to record, you know. <laughs> he doesn't have to think up as many lyrics. You know, like I said, right. shouting the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it'll get tiring after a while. I mean he is pushing sixty. Well, he's just had a baby. They gotta they gotta make some money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Not that he doesn't like make that. a fuckload on TV. I'm sure he's I'm well saying, paid. He's been playing that character for like fifteen years. That's been a while, hasn't it? I've never seen an actual episode, but every time I see a clip, he's hilarious. I I swear to God, my mom, every time she comes to visit, like, she acts like she never even heard of Netflix before. But when she comes to visit, she sits on my couch, she turns on Netflix, she just has Law & Order just playing. Just playing the whole time, day and night. Yeah, day and night. (laughs) She don't even care if she's seen the episode or whatever. Episodes are on Netflix currently. She is watching those beginning to end. And I'm just like, Ma, you know you're supposed to be on vacation. You know, you're supposed to go around, you know, like, hang you know, out. I used like, to watch my yeah. show. 
and she go to bed. Fall, Curtis put on Law and Order. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you see this big button in the middle, the red button that says Netflix? Hit that. <laughs> You have a Netflix button. I got a Netflix button. So straight yeah. to the Netflix. I don't nice. fuck around. Uh, I gotta fuck around. I gotta put in the codes and shit. Nah, oh, jeez. Shit. Or at least hit a button. I mean, they know my passwords. All I gotta do is go to it. I have, I have Chromecast. All I have to do is tap go and it comes out TVs. I always forget that I have that. Chromecast? Yeah. It works. Uh, it works well for lots of things, but definitely for Netflix, it's good stuff. If I had quality internet, I would hook you guys up on my Plex server, but I don't, so it would just wind up sucking, like it looks like on on this. <laughs> this is not a connection server. to watch HD movies over. That server is dope, though. I mean, <laughs> you, I mean, it's got pretty much everything you could possibly want to watch, but uh, yeah, it's uh, you have you got to be local to really take advantage of it at this point. Now, if Google ever gets Google Fiber in here, then we'll be good to go. Yeah. Like, oh, you want to watch obscure cartoons from the 60s? Come on. <laughs> Let's go. The man has hard copies of stuff and digital of stuff, too. Crazy. Well, a lot. I have everything backed up, at least, because uh, shit goes bad. I've had a lot of, you know... They always said that CDs and stuff were only good for 20, 30 years, and I've had just a couple go bad. But I've had you know a couple dozen DVDs fall apart because they use shitty glue for their dual layers and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. They get that uh that rot, the DVD rot or CD rot. Yeah, basically like the the two layers that are stuck together, the the glue comes apart, so it can't read it at all, and it's just like no disc. Oh fuck. You know, it yeah. looks fine except maybe it's cloudy, but no disc. Ah, you bastards. So it's like, well, if I own the disc and it says no disc because it doesn't work anymore, you know, I feel that I should be able to download a copy. Now, now the law seems to disagree, but it seems like that should be a reasonable, you know, exemption. They need to work on re, you know, configuring some of those laws. I think. Well, that kind of sounds like the same thing as if you buy a hard copy of something and they'll throw in a digital download of it. See, right. If they do that, they consider having sold you both and you're good. But if you try to do it on your own, they're like, oh, well, you need to buy the code for 10 bucks. Like, oh, come on. You know, like you're being penalized for owning it earlier than now, basically. Like, what kind of shit is that? You should get a bonus for being an early adopter, not fucking screwed because you were one of the first people to give them money. That's what I'm saying. I helped build this empire. That's why I feel like every time I go into. Uh, Harrods or something. It's like, hey, I should get comp something. I helped build this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you have thirty billion and seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I lost that seventy dollars quick. Quick. <laughs> need some extra shrimp or something. <laughs> I remember the Iran Contra affair. I remember uh, the, uh, the that was a big deal for a long ass time. Hell long. Hell yeah. shows. Got what I remember the most about it is we at that time uh, I think we were we didn't have cable. <laughs> Thirty one. Uh, all the UHF stuff. That was where the that was where the good shows were though, man. Thirty six yeah, was but, day, right. That one only came in when the wind blew really hard. Exactly. Yep. I'm saying you watch those shows, but it would it'd be grainy. You but. I'd rather watch that. Yeah, I'd watch, rather watch a Grady 36 than this Iran Contra bullshit. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, we were stuck like just in that sort of curvy bowl there where the, the, the waves would catch in Fairfield and Vacaville, and you could get some TV shit that you couldn't get from a few miles over the hill. Now, this is cool. Because, yeah, you know, Antioch, we didn't get shit. We, got, uh, we didn't get San Francisco channels. We didn't get San Jose. We just got Sacramento kind of barely. Fuck. Yeah, we were, we were lucky. And whatever the religious channel out of Concord was, what was that shit, like 42 oh, or something? God. What was that? Called? No, 42, yeah. yeah. That was 42. They, they were, oh, I forgot. 20, channel 20. Yeah, that was, that was good, too. TV. They've got what you're looking for, TV 20. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So when we first moved there, right, we had like the house had cable attached that wasn't wasn't shut off yet. So hooked up to the TV, you got like whatever was on two through thirteen, you know. Yeah. And, uh, I, this place is great. We had channel two, and we had thirty one and forty, and uh, and some something else twenty. And then all of a sudden, they, all that shit went away, and all I had was rabbit ears that got barely got thirty one, so I could kind of watch Voltron, and that was it. Ah. Uh, but it didn't help that we had like a 1949 fucking Salvation Army TV with a bunch of tubes in it, you know, a John special. <laughs> yeah, it's that's funny that you uh, just mentioned Voltron. Um, me and my 10-year-old over the weekend, we watched the, the, new we watched the first episode of the, the new Voltron. Yeah. And uh, it was I, I was impressed. I thought it was pretty good. I watched the first minute of it, and since I was with a, uh, a minute, you lady... Talking about you watched the first minute. First no, I watched season. the first minute of the first uh, episode, but I was with a person that didn't know what it was, so I was like, "All right, I'll save this." For the signs that your girlfriend is too young for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, fucking, good for you, I gotta give the thumbs up for it. But yeah, like, she didn't know what Voltron was. What the fuck? Oh wait. <laughs> yeah, like remember, eighteen-year-olds at the moment—not that you were, but eighteen-year-olds were born in '98 for fuck's sake. So yeah, it's easy to not know what Voltron is and still be you know, out on the town. Well, that took a turn. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we just roll that right into the um, full health, full house debuts? <laughs> oh, because we were speaking eighteen-year-old <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying. We're speaking earlier with the with Family Matters and that whole TGIF. That's uh, Full House is the that's what that's the show that kind of started that whole ABC run when they had when ABC had that strong run with their Friday night lineup. Yep. And because Friday nights, I mean that's that's usually the, the Friday nights a great time for football. <laughs> that's usually on TV. That's the that's the death nail because nobody watches TV. So ABC. C had that locked in yeah. for because NBC had Thursday. Thursday, they had Thursday for a while. Hell yeah! You had the Cosby Show, um, Cheers, Cheers, uh, Night Court, Night Court. Yes, everybody forgets it? Family Ties. They're like fuck Family Ties. Yeah, Family Ties. <laughs> oh, family ties. <laughs> Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, come on. Yep, that was uh, yeah, if you watch that one back now of the four shows that, that were running, that it kind of is the hardest one to get through where you're like, okay, like if I didn't like this already, I'm not sure I would watch it now because they were a lot more, you know, emotional and a lot less on the the wacky side of things. But uh, it was very cool at the time, and it was awesome. There was one um, episode of Family Ties that stuck with me over the years. Uh, I want to say uh, Tom Hanks came in Oh, yeah. the drunk uncle, the drunk uncle, uncle Ned, yeah, and he was looking all over the house, and he was like drinking back the vanilla extract, you know, yeah. whatever he could, just yeah. to get it. And 
I remember that being like, I remember that being like, damn, that's crazy. The guy from Bosom Buddies is a drunk? Yeah. Yeah, love and, that show. Because yeah, he was he was on there as their uncle on an earlier season when he still wasn't shit, and then he came right. back after doing big like for one more, and you're like, oh wow, hey, it's that guy. And yeah. I was like, hey, that Tom Cruise or that Tom Hanks, I think he's going somewhere. Keep an eye on that guy. <laughs> he has some acting chops. Oh, whatever happened to him? I don't know. I think I know he, he made Bachelor Party. Come on, <laughs> how could how could he, how could he not be an acting legend? Hey. Yeah. I know I his, uh, his son is a big wigger now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he has a, I want to say he has a, a rap career, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> uh, that rap career. I haven't really? heard any of his music, yeah. but I did hear him. Uh, I heard a couple of clips with him. I want to say it was on Shady 45 with uh, Rude, uh, what's that guy's name? Rude Jude. And uh, Rude Jude was talking to him, and he just was, because he, you know, he was talking with the affect and the, yeah. the accent and everything, and yeah. they're like, you know, why? I mean, you, why you talk you like this, this like you Tom Hanks's kid. You know, you grew up in Bel Air. Why are you talking? You know, <laughs> does he does he rap any better than Tom Hanks on the Dragnet soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I mean, Dan Aykroyd had a rap. They could, they could do a duet. Yeah. Speaking of Dan Aykroyd duets and shitty music, have you heard that cover of the Ghostbusters theme that's going to be in the new shitty Ghostbusters film? No. Like I don't think it's fair boy. to call it a shitty Ghostbusters movie until we see the movie. The, the, but and it and that Ghostbusters shit. movie that has the shitty trailer? <laughs> <laughs> it does look like yeah. shit. The the fact that uh, that the the song is horrendous and you're like okay this sort of sets the tone for the film and the fact that the uh, the 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 list of the soundtrack showing the music that's in the film includes X gonna give it to you I'm like I can just see this fucking yeah. movie I can picture it in my head I don't care who the cast is it looks like a shitty script X gonna give it to you uh, so they're really that was the music in Deadpool so they're just yeah. gonna. <laughs> yeah, I guess well, like hey, it's not a little overused. Good for DMX. It's good for DMX. <laughs> oh, it's definitely good for DMX. But it's like, what? What is the the tone on this? Is like parody. You know, it almost looks like they're doing a, a you know, if we were making fun of Ghostbusters movie as opposed to taking it as a and not serious but like legitimate. You know, yeah, right. yeah, like you it know really, what? really, really looks like the SNL version of Ghostbusters, and I think that's the problem. Like, if it was okay, that yeah. that script, but with a non-SNL-based cast, like three fourths of the fucking cast is from Saturday Night Live. You know, yeah. it looks like a, it should be a Lorne Michaels production, and we know how those generally turn out. And the fourth person has hosted several times, like three right. or four times. Yeah, exactly. And people are like, oh, well, it's just because they're, they're not hot or whatever. I'm like, I didn't say if they're hot or not. I'm, I'd probably do all four of those chicks, except for the one who wouldn't want me because I'm a guy. But, you know, it's like, that's nothing to do with it. Like, if I was being sexist, I would say talk about that. But really, it just looks like a bad script, you know? I have to say it. It, it, it's the, the trailer did not look good. And then they had the second trailer that came out and that looked slightly better. Well, but then they're also in in all the press going. Well, you know, we're mad because everybody is making this a thing about being chick Ghostbusters or whatever. But I, I, I don't think that's 
I don't think it has anything to do with it. Being it's actually the new ones. clip, and it's got like them. Here's the new logo. Should it have bigger boobs? And they're making stupid chick Ghostbuster jokes. I'm like, it's in the script. You know, are you people mad because the people are saying the same shit that's right. in your movie as a lame joke? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How does yeah, that sound? How does the sound song? The song sound is what I'm trying to say. Oh, it's uh, it's terrible. It's yes. uh, it sounds like it sounds like Fallout Boy with a drum machine and a bunch of uh, yeah. It's not. You could listen to it for about thirty seconds as an adult, and you go, okay, I've had enough of this shit. You know, and uh, and it, it. I'm not sure that they changed enough that Huey Lewis can't come and sue them a second time. <laughs> oh, like it's still following the same baseline that got them busted in the first place, and like. You know, did he? Well, unless he signed off on a lifetime, I'll never come say, after you yeah. again. Right. And they're like, that. Yeah, we'll show him. We'll use the song again. <laughs> Is that like that double jeopardy law? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, well, you know, meanwhile, freaking you know, Ray Parker Jr. is like, I'm available. Yeah, you can you can get me in there. Hey, right Ray Parker Jr. and Bobby Brown could have done a duet. There you go. I don't know. Does Bobby Brown still sing? Of course he does, man. He's doing a tour right now with New Edition. Is he okay? They're, they're back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> old edition. Have, <laughs> um, they're actually going to do a. Uh, there's a TV movie um, coming out uh, about new edition, the, the early years, uh-huh. and uh, the, that one kid from uh, Empire. I know you're not a fan of that. About the, I don't watch it. You know, one kid from Empire. He's in it. And you got a, a young cast, and they're going to do the new edition. You know. Uh, biopic biopic yeah right on i hope they they you know if they do it as a mini series they should spend at least one entire episode covering their appearance in crush groove that would be cool <laughs> oh, right yeah they were uh, in the contest right yeah yeah they did did, uh, oh, did they win did they win the contest i'm trying to remember uh, I in second think they did win the contest <laughs> yeah, which you know i i guess they it from perspective, New Edition did sell a few more records than the Fat Boys. <laughs> sure, all of the Fat Boys records combined does not equal one album sales of the. New uh, it depends on which album you put against which, but yeah, the overall for sure they, they got to be down by tens of millions. And I'm not saying that I don't like the Fat Boys. I even love that song "Double O Fat Boys." <laughs> that was the best song on that shitty album. That's cool. Yeah. Twist, not so good. <laughs> then they came back with Crushing, though. Crushing was their best fucking... Yeah, that, was, that was awesome. It had my nuts. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably their biggest seller, and I bet you Crushing had... It might have hit a million, because uh, a lot of people were into uh, Wipeout with the Beach Boys. So that that record crossed over. You know, they were, like, my grandma bought that 45 and shit. That was a, That's and, crazy. You know, but uh, after that, they were doing like Miller beer commercials and shit like that. It was over. Yeah, I remember novelty rap. Actually, they weren't. They had to sue. It was a the Miller beer commercial had fake fat boys. Remember that? Like Joe Piscopo and some fat dudes that kind of looked like human beatbox. Uh oh. <laughs> very eighty six or eighty seven there. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like something that would have happened. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember when the, the fat boys came out there with the, you know, the, the fat boys are back. And like, you're back? Where, where the fuck were you the first time? I've never heard of you before. You know, like, later I, I on, think oh, they were here last year. Yeah. I love when they come out with I'm back when we just are rough. used to do that all the time. I'm back. We're like, where, where were you? Well, that's just the first lyric of my first song on my first album. That's what it's going to be. So they think they missed something and they go looking for it. They're like, hey, where is this? Ah, uh, uh, Donner, pull yourself together.